Okay, so I finished up yesterday's episode rather abruptly. And I finished off essentially by saying that the way to not be influenced by mass media is essentially to not engage with it. To get your news and to get everything from as independent a source as you can. And that goes for essentially everything. In a perfect world or not even a perfect world, but in a much, much, much better world than we live in now. Your alcohol wouldn't be made in another country or on this island by a company owned by another country, which is essentially all the alcohol in Ireland, with the exception of a handful of small brewers in Ireland, the likes of Brew Brewery in Trim, for example. And there's half a dozen of them scattered around the country. I don't know the names of them. But with the exception of a few of these guys... All the other alcohol in the country is either made abroad and imported or made here on the island by other countries, essentially. So all your Heinekens, all your Guinness, all your all, anything that you'll find in a pub, anything you'll find being served in an Irish pub, unless it's specifically from some lad in a shed down in Wicklow or Mead or wherever, the profits of that leave Ireland to a large degree. And that's just alcohol. It's the same with our food. Just go into your supermarket and look at the labels of all the fruit and veg, especially this time of year. Now, you might say, well, we can't grow oranges in March in Ireland. Yeah, grand. Okay, fair enough. Right. So be it. There are certain things that we can't grow here. But there's plenty of Egyptian and Israeli and French and English potatoes in this country. And we've no fucking problem growing those things. And the same can be said for a whole range of salad leaves, for example, especially during the summer. There's no reason why we can't grow all this stuff. We do grow a lot of this stuff. But it's just cheaper to buy it in from somebody who is an eight-year-old picking it in a field in the blistering heat for no money. And when you see something imported from halfway around the world, you can be sure that it's there due to the exploitation of working class people from somewhere that just doesn't have the employment law that we have here. And speaking of employment law, I don't want to get too off point, but we have what's called a minimum wage in Ireland. That's legally the least amount of money that you can get away with paying somebody. But it's taken as essentially a standard. It's all you have to pay or as much as you need to pay. As far as I'm concerned, if your business needs to pay people the minimum wage, as far as I'm concerned, your business isn't financially viable. And how we've gotten to a stage whereby a multinational corporation with billions in net profits every year can pay people below what it costs to live in a particular country, how we've gotten to that stage and for that to be completely normalised just astounds me, it really does. And it just goes to show how so many of us, myself included, essentially go about our day-to-day business with our heads stuck up our holes. But anyway, getting back to the whole mass media thing and weaning yourself off it and getting yourself better information and to having a preference for being ignorant of something than misinformed or ill-informed about something. Because it happens to me endlessly. Somebody will ask, oh, Frano, what do you think of this, that or the other? And I'll say, Jesus, I don't know what you're talking about. And they'll say, well, how do you not know? It's all over the news. And then you ask them to tell you what it is that they know about. And A, they know fuck all about it. B, if you were to ask 10 random people on the street what they thought about it, 
they'd all say essentially the exact same thing because they're being fed a narrative. They're not making up their own opinions. They're being given opinions. They're parroting. They're just recur- they're simply just regurgitating what they've heard. And it makes them feel as though they're in the know. But they're only in the know insofar as a parrot is in the know. A parrot can talk, but it can only say what's been repeatedly rammed down its beak. And to pull way back from this, it starts with our education system. Education used to be about teaching people how to think. But what it's essentially degenerated into is teaching people what to think. And there's a huge difference between teaching somebody how to think and what to think. And what's being taught to people these days is the presiding narrative. It's, it's whatever essentially suits the elites. Now, the elites is a term that gets bandied around a lot. I'm not going to define it now, but I am going to touch on it. The elites are essentially the people in power. The people with the good paid jobs, the people who own property, the people who own land, the people who own businesses, and who are a class above the working class. These people are insulated against absolutely everything. The price of diesel has practically doubled in Ireland over the last couple of weeks. But when you've got a million quid in the bank, it doesn't fucking matter a fuck to you. But when you're on minimum wage, it matters massively to you. Like The price of everything is going to rise as a as a result of this because you might think there isn't any diesel used in the production of microgreens for example but what do you think somebody heats their grow room with because it's not electricity because that's incredibly inefficient another little aside here you often hear about green energy and how it's replacing fossil fuels and you'll hear stats thrown out that in the year i don't know 2021 80 percent of all our electricity was from renewable energy and that sounds great that sounds fantastic it sounds brilliant but it's as usual it's what they're not telling you what they're not telling you is we use fossil fuels for heating everywhere all the time because we can't use electricity because up until this point at least it's been far less efficient to use electricity as a heat source than it is to use fossil fuels like kerosene or gas or diesel or whatever it is. So although a pretty picture is painted for you that clean energy and clean electricity will save us, it will and it won't. We're still incredibly reliant on fossil fuels for a whole manner of things, not least of all is transport. So even if you're buying something that doesn't have to come out of a heated glasshouse or a heated vertical farm or whatever else, it still has to be transported. And the way things get from A to B is via lorries and vans. And they all essentially run on diesel. But anyway, I digress, as always. Getting back to media and where it starts, where it stems from, education. So what's been taught in schools, from a very broad perspective, if you zoom way, back, way, way out, you're not being taught anything per se. You're being conditioned. And you're being conditioned to sit down, shut up and pay attention of the, to the authority figure that's at the top of the class. Because the authority figure is who you need to listen to. The authority figure is older and wiser and more educated than you. And you just have to sit down and essentially soak up the information that this person is providing you. And that the system is providing you. The idea of you being an autonomous human being and being taught 
how to think and to be shown where you can find information and to be shown the pitfalls of going to this place over that place over the other place for your information. What we should be teaching kids about these days in particular is the digital economy that we all live in. We should be teaching our kids to recognise and to know in the first place what an echo chamber is, what a positive feedback loop is, to appreciate that your Google search isn't the same as my Google search. We should be teaching our kids and teaching each other how media companies, or sorry, not media companies, tech companies, algorithms, pigeonhole each and every device that you have into different camps. So if you like hunting and you like combat sports, odds are you're a conservative-minded person. So you're going to be fed a conservative narrative. But if you love Greenpeace and gay rights, odds are you're more on the liberal perspective and you'll be fed a liberal narrative. And although that might seem very simplistic, None of this stuff is ever particularly complicated. It's often put forward as incredibly complicated. Far too complicated for the everyday man on the street to understand. But that's just, that's just bullshit. That's just to, to turn you off even asking the question in the first place. Let alone actually doing some sort of a deep dive and trying to figure out something for yourself. Because heaven forbid you might actually think for yourself. It's far better off for those in control, for those in power, to tell you what to think. Because when you're told what to think, you're not going to start meddling in things that are none of your concern. Like why Ireland is essentially a a money laundering island for corporations all over the world. But Frano, we need that money. Our, Our economy is based on the money that we take from these multinational corporations. Yeah, it is. To a large degree. But that's exactly what the slave owners in the South of America said. We need these slaves. Do you not understand? Where do you think you're going to get all your cotton from without all these slaves that we have? But it got to a point whereby the people at large recognised the evil that was at play and didn't want a part of it. Did sooner not have new cotton sheets or whatever it was that was being made from the cotton that these slaves were being forced to labour over. People back then, as now, whether they like it or not, have a conscience. And that conscience might be suffocating under constant bombardment from television and laptops and iPads and all the fucking rest of it. But it's there. And it's, it's, why, we don't, it's why a lot of us don't sleep at night. Like, literally. It's why a lot of us are suffering from anxiety. It's, like, it's, it's why our suicide rates are through the fucking roof. It's why we've lost touch with our, our communities and our families and our own humanity. We've been dumbed down. We've been domesticated, to use my own terminology. We're not free in any meaningful sense. We're loose. We're off the lead, but we're surrounded by 15-foot-high fences. We're perpetually being corralled into smaller and tighter groups so that we can be fed more appropriate fodder whether that be white supremacy or gay bashing or gay rights or whatever it is, pick your poison. And it's the same old mantra, united we stand and divided we fall, divide and conquer. And this is nothing new. This is the exact same thing that spawned the French Revolution only on a flat screen. We've replaced let them eat cake with let them buy Teslas. And we're being told 
conditioned to think that anything that goes against the mainstream narrative is fake news. But as far as I'm concerned, it's all fake news. Now granted, come on Efrano, it's, it's not all that bad. And you're right, it's not all bollocks. It's not all bad. But as far as I'm aware, the Nazis were the first to bring in smoking in the workplace bans. They were the first to bring in animal rights legislation. They were the first to, to have clean working environments. Now, I'm not pro-Nazi. I'm not trying to tell you that the, the narrative that you've been fed about the Nazis is wrong and Hitler was a great lad. That's not the point I'm making at all. The point I'm making is that even within as heinous an organisation as the Nazis, there was a little bit of good in there. Especially if you were a fucking Aryan. Not so much if you were anything else. But the point being, just because not all of the news is complete horseshit and there's some truth in it and there's some good in it, that doesn't mean that you should take the whole as something worth keeping. I'm all for keeping the baby in favour over the the bathwater. But what if the baby's been dead for eight years and it's just a stew of disgustingness? And that, to me, is what mainstream media is these days. It's a dead baby in bathwater. And on that note, I'll catch you tomorrow. (laughs) 